Hello and welcome to Sammy's Midnight Hour. I'm your host, Sam, and with me as always, uh, not only my co-host, but wife, Tish. Good evening, everyone. And welcome back to uh, our October edition of Sammy's Midnight Hour. Getting closer and closer and closer to Halloween, and I love it. Got my decorations up, everything looks cool. Uh, going around into the neighborhoods, uh, around Greenville, seeing all the different decorations up, really neat. Um, Tonight we've got a couple of more ghost stories for you. Hopefully something that'll be, you know, nice and creepy for you to listen to. Uh, something fun. So, you know, we've got to keep it light, you know, this month and we've got to keep things fun. First, I'm, I'm, uh, Tish is going to read hers and uh, I believe it's called The Upstairs. My story is called The Upstairs. A lady, I'll call her Mabel, lived alone for many years in Greenville after her children had grown and moved away and husband sadly had passed on. Mabel never wanted to move out of her house, and she was there for 35 plus years. It was a two-story, well-built, frame home, you know, like the kind farm, you know, out like on a farm, with a porch, one bedroom downstairs, and a wood staircase leading upstairs to two bedrooms, a tidy yard, and friendly neighbors children, her children, often worried um, about their mother living alone in this house and often asked her if she wanted to move. Mabel never complained and wanted to stay in the house with the memories. Whenever the children asked Mabel if she was alright in the house, Mabel would just smile. Mabel slept on the first uh, floor bedroom. Her children thought this arrangement was good because Mabel would not need to climb the stairs every day. But for some reason, the children felt that there was something just not quite right. There was something going on, but they had no idea what the problem would be. After Mabel passed away, her daughter Ruby had to settle the estate. Ruby and her son decided to move into the house until after the estate was settled, this would make it easier for them to sort through things and to just care for the home. Shortly after they moved in, things started to happen. When Ruby and her son were alone downstairs, they would hear footsteps upstairs walking across the wood floors from one bedroom to the other bedroom. Then there would be a pounding on the upstairs walls the dogs would start barking wildly, looking up at the stairwell, but would not run up the stairs. They were too scared. Ruby would go upstairs, look all around, found no one was there. All the windows were shut tight and locked. And Ruby noticed when the dogs were not barking, they would sit at the foot of the stairs and just stare up at the second floor. I see cats do that. Yeah. We had a cat. The wall. Yeah, we like had a dogs cat. Are, I've watched them follow up, just follow something up a wall. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Right, right. This happened um, on one or, one or more occasions, and no one ever found. No one was ever found upstairs. Then Ruby and her son noticed the upstairs furniture uh, was being moved around. Shortly after this discovery, Ruby's son moved out. I'd moved out too. <laughs> and her nephew joined and her nephew joined her um, but he did not stay very long 
are these noises the reason Mabel uh, would not sleep upstairs? Did she um, never mention the noises for fear her children would think she was crazy? <laughs> I will never know. This one's a good one. Yeah, that's yeah, a good one. We'll never Creepy. know. Creepy. 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 Always. Usually happens when you're alone in the house. Nobody else there to prove it. You know, you, you start hearing these noises and... Well, I'll tell them. I'll tell them a good story, but you tell. Speaking them, of upstairs, yeah, yeah, you tell your okay. story first, and then I'll tell All them right. what happened to me. Mine is entitled "The New House." It says in some communities, a housing development will occur when an investor buys acres of land, determines how large to make the lots, then places the streets and infrastructure. In a rural area, housing growth can be a little different. Farmland that lines a township road occasionally is divided into f about five acres tracks. This provides the opportunity for people to live in the county without buying a large farm. Also, the original landowner makes some money, but the land is no longer being farmed. In Harrison Township, along a quiet county road, the land was divided and 10 to 15 new homes were built. Each house was different. There were even two log cabin style homes. A young family living in an apartment decided after having their third child that it was time to look for a new house. They didn't have much money to spend, uh, therefore they were not excited about house hunting, which I guess would make sense. A handyman, spe a handyman special or a real fixer-upper, or with the real bad ones like I see down on the road, I call them a real burner down. I call them a terror-upper. <laughs> <laughs> or tower, a terror-downer, yeah, terror-downer. <laughs> a handyman special or a fixer-upper would probably be all that was in their budget. After months of looking, though, through, or after months looking through the ads in the local newspaper, they were still in the small apartment. The decision was made to talk with a realtor. The couple emphasized the budget situation to the realtor, but also told about their dreams for for more room. The realtor stated that he understood it would work within their budget. Just a few days later, the realtor called the couple and stated that he had found a house for them, and it was not a fixer-upper. After hearing the, the realtor describe the property, they could not believe what they were hearing. The following weekend, they went to look at the house. They found, it, they found a recently built, less than two-year-old, two-story house on a basement. It had four bedrooms, a large kitchen, and a family room, five acres, and a huge two-car garage. All within the budget. A dream come true. Amity. That's where it's that's Amityville. That's, that's a red flag. That's called a red flag. Okay. If it sounds too good to be true. It, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the couple kept asking the realtor why the house was priced so reasonably. Uh-huh. You might even You might even say downright cheap. The realtor answered that he guessed the owner just wanted to move the house and get it off his hands. That's never the case, just so everybody knows out there. That's when you run. The couple purchased the house. Soon, the, the couple purchased the house. Soon, they were moved in, enjoying the spacious room and the land after years in the apartment. Um, they were very happy. I mean, yeah, I guess you would be. You know, you move into something bigger, lots more space. After just a few weeks, the wife noticed that unusual things were happening. One evening while her husband was at work and the children were all in bed, the wife was in the family room watching television. 
It was nighttime and the room lights were turned on. Suddenly the lights went off and then after a few seconds they turned that they turned back on. She thought nothing of this happening, thinking some someone hit a power pole line uh, somewhere. A few days later, the event repeated itself. This time she mentioned it to her husband when he returned home from work. They had an electrician check out check the house wiring. Everything was fine. Then they had the power company check their hookup. Everything again was fine. The lights continued in this fashion as long as the family lived in this house. During the same time period, the wife noticed the interior doors would open and close on their own. The children would be in school leaving the wife home alone. She would hang clothes in a closet and carefully shut the door. The next time she passed the same door, it was standing open. The doors continued in this fashion as long as the family lived in this house. The wife had, uh, had read stories about ghosts and how some people would talk to them. So one day she stood in the middle of the family room and said, we can live together with you, just do not cause any harm to us. The family never felt threatened by any of these events. They knew this was just part of owning the house, that house and had an unseen resident. And then traveled close to them and then ended, went straight into another room with flies. <laughs> no, that's a whole different and heard And heard, get out. No. That one's creepy too. All right, so you want me to tell them the story about the house yes. that we lived in? Yes. On um, Bears, Bears Mill, right? Okay. On Bears Mill 36. All right. So we, all right, first of all, let me start. Okay. Uh, most, some of you that know me know I, I worked at a gas station for a long time. I worked there to put myself through college. And when I worked there, I I wore a uh, Ruger 40, 40 caliber on my back that you couldn't tell. I, Sam had a, a special... Um, holster made for it for me and I wore this gun for years um, with that being said we moved into this new house and I was in there by myself and I was I heard furniture move up up and upstairs in our bedroom in Sam and I's bedroom and I heard water running in our uh, bathroom like in the sink it sounded like somebody was washing their hands you know like it was, mm -hmm. and I'm like I knew I was in the house by myself <laughs> and this is where it gets funny guys um, so, so here I am I got this Ruger and you know I take the safety off and I'm, I'm Nancy Drew in it up the stairs okay so I'm, I'm coming up this staircase and I'm holding this gun like you're supposed to not on the trigger guys you know I, I got the you know I know what I'm doing and I'm walking up <laughs> I'm walking up this is a scary thing <laughs> and I'm walking up and I'm like I'm gonna shoot somebody seriously um, but anyways I'm walking up these stairs and I'm, I'm trying to be really quiet of course they're a wood staircase so it's creaking and I I clear the area I'm like a cop I mean I'm, I've watched way too many cop shows and I'm, I'm like I'm like turning the corner and checking checking behind you know I check the corner and I check the room and there's nothing there I'm walking along the, the this hallway or well I guess it's a wall towards our bathroom because our bathroom didn't have a door on it and of course I flip around the corner real fast gun in hand of course no I didn't shoot anything calm down people I didn't um, but I didn't shoot uh. anything but I you know I'm like there's nobody up here I'm looking around. I'm like, there's nothing. There's nobody up here. No furniture was moved. Nothing. I, I go over to the sink. I lay the gun down. I go over to the sink, and the sinks are dry. The tub's dry. There's nothing. I mean, there's just, there's no animals up there. Nothing. Just, I could not explain it. I just, to be honest with you, I couldn't explain it. 
Nancy Drew was the funniest thing. <laughs> what did you call me? I called Dur you Dirty Harriet. Dirty Harriet, yeah. It was like make my with her, day. With her loaded 44. With her loaded 40. Yeah, it was a 40, not a 44. <laughs> I think about a shot of 44 and it probably threw me on my keister. She went back down the stairs the hard way. <laughs> exactly. The the makeup of that house, and you and people that, any of you that's drove down uh, 36, and um, on the corner of 30. Uh, 36 at Bearsville, there's that stone house. Yes, the big castle. It's a great house. big house. Yeah. It almost looks like a castle. We lived yeah. there for, we, for yeah. what, a year? We lived there for a little while. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, the, the house itself was weird anyways because the owner was fixing it up and got it, made it look real nice in there. Pretty. And then ran out of money. And then his wife left him. And what was even funnier is that she owned a piece of land that was just to the right yes. of the property. Yeah. But she owned it so he couldn't get rid of it. He took a chainsaw he took he yeah. took a chainsaw to the to the house. He was so house. angry. He took a chainsaw. He cut so holes and floors. And you could see you could see the chainsaw marks on the twelve by twelves inside this on house. On the stairs mm -hmm. where chain where where he was coming down he the stairs. He was coming down the ruin the stairs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we kind of left it like that, made it look a little more creepier. It was actually it's creepy. Cool. You had creepy stuff that happened too at that house. Right? Oh yeah. Right? We used to, I used to hear it. We would be I'd be sitting watching TV. And how come it always ends up, you end up in the living room watching TV, and then that's what happens. Then all of a sudden, woo, 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 it's like, come on. Is that really what it sounds yeah, like? Yeah, that's what it sounds like sometimes. <laughs> and uh, so I'm sitting there, and of course, you keep, I hear this pounding, this loud pounding on the side of the house. So you know, you're sitting there thinking, and me, and me anyways, what the hell is that? So you get up, and you go outside, and you wander all the way around this house, like, you know, aimlessly, like you're not on time. And see nothing. Absolutely nothing. Hmm. You know, there's nothing out there that, I mean, not even a tree, not a limb, not anything that could be beaten up against that house. Our son heard those noises, too. Yep. He yeah. heard the same exact noises. Yeah. Now, Tish never heard them. No, I never heard but them. But we, I mean, you could hear them mm -hmm. loud. I mean, it was loud yeah. and clear. I mean, it just sounded like, it almost sounded like the ghost baby was sending Morse code as to get out. <laughs> you know, I don't know. We don't but know. it was weird. We don't know. You had... Another one about a Ouija board, right? Oh, yeah. This is horrible. This is horrible. Okay, now you've got to envision this. I'm nine years old. Probably No, wait. I'm probably 10. Maybe 10 or 11 years old. Okay. And there are four adults in my house. There's my mother and my father, God rest his soul, and my sister and her first husband. And, uh, and he is deceased as well. So, you know, God rest his soul, too. Um, so the adults are messing with this Ouija board, which I do not, do not advocate. <laughs> Anyways, so we're living in this house right outside of New Madison, and the Ouija board is telling the adults um, that there's a treasure underneath. <laughs> I know it's almost coming. Uh, there's a treasure underneath the crawl space, underneath my mom and dad's uh, bedroom. Okay, so we go down in the basement, which is creepy anyways, all right? They take the Ouija board with them down in the basement, all right? And I'm pretty sure at this point that I'm holding the flashlight because I wasn't allowed to play the Ouija board because I was too little. So, and here is this this giant farmer, my, my, uh, my sister's husband, underneath this crawl space, he shimmies in underneath, you know, where my mom and dad's bedroom is. And the Ouija board keeps telling them exactly where the treasure is, okay? And he's underneath there digging. And he is digging like there's no tomorrow, okay? And I mean, like, 
<laughs> I know it's a visual. I don't know if you guys can get this visual or not, but this grown man and three grown adults with a Ouija board and a child with a flashlight, that's me, were underneath, <laughs> were underneath this house in the basement digging for treasure that folks, it just wasn't there. It just wasn't there, you know? But that's just, that's one of my funny stories. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't advocate them Ouija boards. No, no. I don't advocate those things. But uh, that's a good one. It is a good one. <laughs> we that's never hilarious. found any treasure. Well, of course not. No, no. I, mean. no. I think he hurt his back, though, trying to get out <laughs> What did he get? Injury, folks. Injury. That's what he got for his trouble. <laughs> But isn't that how it always is? You know, you just, you know, it's, you say the dead can't hurt you, you know, but you, you know, kind of injure yourself around them. So, you know, I mean, so some of the stories, some of the stories I've ever, I've, I've heard, some of them are a little out there. You know, some of them it's like, no, okay. <laughs> but then some of them, you know, are a little bit, but some that are a little bit more substantiated. Like uh, the one we heard the time on the ghost walk uh, about uh, the one minute uh, press. Minuteman Press. Yeah, the Minuteman Press of town. Now, that Minuteman Press is not there anymore, no, is there, it? No, but there is one. We passed one in Pitman. There is actually one in Pitman. Oh, okay. And I don't know if it's the same people that own it, but it's the it said Minuteman Press. But anyways, on the Ghost Walk, it's, it's, uh, they, were they tell the stories, and I don't know if you guys, any of you out there have been on one of the Ghost Walks here in Dark County. Oh, but if, if you, you haven't, go. Um, if you've got to go. You get the chance, do it. Yes. It is worth the money, it's worth the time, it's worth the walking. You get to go out and see, you know, walk around Greenville a little bit, and you get to hear a lot of cool stories. Um, but one of the good, one of the better stories is the Minuteman Press one. And uh, what they would do is, is the guy would go in, and uh, I, I don't know if it was one of the employees or whatever. I think it might have been, or it was an owner or something. But anyways, he would never leave the shop until all the work was done. So they would be there all hours of the night until the job got done. So, um, when he passed on, then uh, somebody, I think it was a new owner or whatever, I inherited or something. But anyways, they didn't have the same kind of work ethic as this guy, so it didn't, if the job didn't get done, they would just do it the next day. So, sure enough, they'd, get, they'd come in the next day. There it is. The job that they had to do was all done, put away nice and neat. Everything was done, you know, the, all the printing, everything that they needed to get done. And, he, and the, they said that the, the shop owner actually reported that it was like that a lot of mornings. Sure enough, they'd come in and their job from the night before would be done. Because the guy that owned it before would never leave until it was done. Hmm. So I always thought that was kind of a cool story. Yeah. Let's give a plug to the downtown ghost walk. Yeah. Um, it is October the 28th, mm -hmm. 2022. Um, there will be a self-guided tour. Um, patrons will be able to walk downtown as they're at their own pace, which I love that. Yeah, that's nice. And hear ghost stories told by our storytellers. The storytellers are phenomenal. Yeah. They're they great. They tell a great story. Yes. They even dress the part. They really do. It's, um, and it's they great. And they tell them at, at numerous spots throughout downtown. Mm -hmm. um, patrons can buy their tickets for downtown tour at Memorial Hall starting at 5.30 on Friday, October the 29th. Upon getting their tickets, they will receive a map of downtown with a numbered ghost story locations marked um, on it for them to follow. This doesn't make sense to me, Sam. Look at this, make sure. But if it says October the 28th and you buy your tickets on the 29th, 
on Friday. Well, then you'd be too late. You'd be too late. <laughs> you'd be showing up a little too late. Um, oh, okay. Well, no, that's, oh, that, no, that's, that's the, the cemetery. cemetery. That's the cemetery one. There's that's a cemetery October. walk, yeah. too. That's, uh, that's October 29th and 30th. We'll have to. We'll have another story next week. We'll mm-hmm. we'll nail this down, guys, and be able to tell you exactly. But if you get a chance to do this, definitely do it because oh, yeah. it, it's worth it's worth it. It is. It's. Well I mean, worth if it. not, if, if anything, you get out and you get a little exercise. And take a creepy lantern with yeah. you too. That's take something. Yeah. Take something else creepy. Yeah. That, that's a, that, we Let it be a lantern, your significant other, whatever. <laughs> take it with you. It'll be great. You'll have a good time. We want to give thanks to uh, Rita Arnold for allowing us to read her Ghosts of yes. Dark County book. Uh, we read we read a book out of part two and part one tonight. Again, we're still missing part three, but yeah. we're waiting to uh, to see if someone comes up with that pink book. Which That's would be part great. three. That would be awesome. Um, we would just borrow it. We would give it back. Of sure. Course, so, and then we want to also thank our uh, associate producer. Uh, Paul Hodson for uh, doing all the music for us this evening, and we we have to get that maintenance stuff done. We've got to get that. Mm-hmm. Get, um, our website is Sammy's Midnight Hour backwards slash my hyphen site. That's Sammy's Midnight Hour backwards slash my hyphen site. You can also find us on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, it's under Sammy's Midnight Hour, right? Yep. There's a big group there, and Facebook, you can join yeah. that, and you can listen to any of our podcasts. Any we, of the podcasts. We have something special coming up. We we wanted to do a story on uh, Denny Young and uh, Kimberly Stephan, who passed away, gosh, 25 years ago. Yeah. Was it 25, was, was years, it 25 ago. years ago? Yeah. 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 And we really wanted to do some research on this, guys. So we brought in one of the best, um, our chief of police, um, Eric Roberts, took time out of his schedule to talk to us. And you will hear some of, of our conversation with him. And uh, Really good, really, insight, really it was insightful. Very insightful. Um, very, very, very bright person. Yeah. Very bright man. Very, very bright. And, and I, I, we were so thankful to him right. for uh, helping us out with that as, as well. So, um,. Um, no, I think that's I think it. we'll have ghost stories yeah. next week, Next right? week we'll have more ghost stories. We're going to pick um, another two stories out of Hopefully the we'll maybe have something a little special for Halloween, for a Halloween edition, which will be on Monday. So, the 31st, obviously. Oh, yeah. So, maybe we might have a little something there. So, from Tish and me, the next time you hear something that goes bump in the night, just take a look down in the living room. Maybe it's a ghost walking with his head in his hands. Or maybe it's just the wail of your spouse who hit their pinky toe on the corner of a table. That's Krakatoa. <laughs> <laughs> this has been Sammy's Midnight Hour. <laughs> Good night, everybody.